Hi there. Welcome to the Jesus in LA podcast. I'm your host, Callie Cheely, and I'm so excited that you're tuning in. Today's episode features a conversation I had with producer Ralph Winter. Ralph is a very accomplished producer with over 45 films to his name, and you'll get to hear some of the more recognizable things he's worked on. I got to hear so much of his perspective on the integration between his faith and his work, and Ralph really does seek to live an integrated, authentic life in that way. It was so cool to hear his thoughts on his calling, his passions, and his church life, as well as what makes a film worth the watch, and I'm excited for you guys to listen in. Here's Ralph Winter. Well, thank you so much for meeting with me, Mr. Winter. I'm so excited to get to talk to you a little bit about what you do. Um, I mean, most people might not know your name, but looking at all of the stuff that you've done, I mean, they definitely know your works. The fact Was it four or five X-Men movies that you've worked four. on? Yeah, four of the X-Men movies. Yeah, the first four, getting it set wow. up. And then four or five Star Trek movies as well, right? Yeah, that's where I'm old. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> I was a child when I started those. But um, yeah, I was very fortunate to be, you know, with the Star Trek movies early on. So, yeah. That's so cool. I mean, just looking at your list of films, The Giver, Hocus Pocus, Planet of the Apes, and so many more that people recognize. Um, I'm just so excited to hear about some of the things that you've picked up over the years. Cool. Well, I've been fortunate to be right time, right place on a lot of things. And um, yeah, so I'm I'm a history major from Berkeley, so I don't have any business being in the movie business. But <laughs> I've had some opportunities and, and done okay and uh, enjoying that. So there you That's go. That's amazing. Yeah. So can you tell me just a brief, brief history of how it is that you got from history major at Berkeley to producing in the entertainment industry? Sure. I got a job out of um, school in a training department at a department store, and they wanted to use video as a tool to train employees. And so I volunteered, didn't know much about it, but I had done a lot of things in church and school with various productions and upfront and uh, all of those things. So I, I found it sort of a natural thing to do. And I had some success doing that, making about 56 or seven minute pieces for employees, how to ring the register, how to greet customers, how to take inventory, pretty boring stuff. But I tried to make it fun and interesting and won some awards and realized quickly I had no place to go in the in the uh, garment industry, in the department store business. So I got an opportunity to move to Paramount and they wanted to use my skills as video to transition from film in their TV shows. So I got a job there doing that, although they never made that transition. So I learned film and I got to work on Happy Days and Little Vernon and Shirley and Taxi and Bad News Bears and Mork and Mindy and all those shows. And I met the filmmakers and I learned film. And mm -hmm. so I took some sort of budding filmmaker skills, sort of my film school, if you will. And um, wasn't really sure if that was going to be the job that I wanted to have, but it took a few years and a few movies to realize that I could make a career out of it. So I was fortunate, right place, right time at Paramount, you know, with those people made friends, added value on the jobs that I was working on and uh, went from there. That's amazing. Why do you feel like God has placed you in Hollywood? Like clearly he's led you on this path and given you this career. Do you feel like a special calling or is this just kind of the career that he's given you that pays the bills? It's a little of both. I think that I've come to see it as a unique calling about how we can do a better job as Christians in the culture to tell stories and 
be excellent in what we do. I think that would be the essence of it. There are stories that I want to tell and there's movies I'd like to make and scripts I'd like to get produced, but it's not entirely about that particularity, about that specificity. But you know, we can do a better job of telling stories, telling the story about who we are and how we're changed and what faith is and how we should live. And honestly, a lot of Christians don't do a good job of that and don't tell effective stories that get a lot of attention. And the world does a better job of that. So I'm kind of looking to bridge that, the two of those things and figure out what is that about? How do we do a better job? How do we live out what we say we believe and do that in an environment that is, you know, not interested? They're just not interested. I love that. So, What do you mean by they're not interested? People are you know, not necessarily interested in the meaning of life or what life's about. And people are caught up with all of the kinds of things that, that we all are. It's, it's uh, you know, life gets away from you and you can be easily distracted and not focus on the things that are important. And you see, you know, in politicians, you see how people make mistakes constantly. And, and just the social media has magnified the stupidity of our culture. And not everybody is thinking clearly about what life's about, what to live for, what what's important. Mm. So I'm trying to be a little light in the corner that says, hey, you know, you can be married for a long time and, and live through this culture and you can form relationships and you should focus on what values. I'm not perfect. I make a lot of mistakes. I've blown it a lot. But, you know, the movie business is not unique in, in a lot of ways. It's like a lot of business operations and, and people and ambition and challenge and stress and all those kinds of things. But I think however we feel called, in a faith and a relationship, we should be figuring out how we can be a light in that situation and how we can make a difference in the world. I mean, as trite as that sounds, that's kind of what we're called to do. I love that. Would you say that that disinterest in kind of the meaning of life, the bigger questions, is that the hardest part for you of working in Hollywood or what is what are kind of some of the greatest challenges in working in that industry as a believer? Look, I think the challenges are the same if you're working in the plumbing business or in the retail banking or you know mortgage banking or whatever your business is. I don't think it's that much different. It's about people, relationships. We're all trying to produce a product and make a living and how you treat people and how you get along with people and how you conduct yourself is kind of the issue. And that's always the issue. Yeah. And what I do, it's, it's more about, you know, the people I work with, the crew, the staff, and how you treat those people and how you motivate them. And along the way, you get to talk about the important things of life. So how we treat people should make a difference and should stand out. If we say we believe in God and we say we have a relationship and we say we're different, how do we demonstrate that? And unfortunately, you know, we all fail at that. I really appreciate your thoughts on that. I think for Christians outside of that sphere, it's very easy to look at the entertainment industry and think that it's so different from anything else that we could mm. relate to and to hear from somebody inside of it that, no, this is my nine to five. These are the people that I work with and sinful people are sinful people and people needing love and acceptance and Jesus are people needing love and acceptance and Jesus, no yeah. matter what job they have. 
I think that's such a good reminder to hear for somebody who's not thinking about that in the day to day. Yeah. I mean, we have an obsession about it that fuels the magazine sales of entertainment tonight and, and, and all of that kind of stuff. But I don't know. We're mesmerized by that. It's weird. You know, everybody's concerned about who's dating who in the entertainment business. People are dating and being dishonest with each other in the accounting business, but nobody cares. Nobody cares who's sleeping with who in the accounting business. Why do we care about the entertainment business? What difference does it make? Mm-hmm. So there's a part of that that's like, you know, we, we worship a, a celebrity culture. And I think that Hollywood's a victim of that, but I don't think the challenges are that much different. That's so cool here. Have you experienced any resistance from the side of the church for the work that you do? Absolutely. For years. <laughs> oh, okay. Since I've begun, you know, people, you know, early on in my career, people at my church would say, are you over that yet? Did you get it out of your system? Or are you going to wow. you know, go to seminary? When are you going to come back and 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 do what God wants you to do? And I was like, well, hmm, I'm not sure you understand what God wants me to do or what you think he wants me to do. And I took heat for projects that I worked on. I just finished Hocus Pocus 2, and I took heat on the first movie. Like, how can you be a Christian and make a movie about witches? And it's like, <laughs> do you see the movie? Do, do you understand? Yeah. You know, this is more discussion about the first one. And people are anxious to be critical about things they have not seen because they believe that this is the way things are and the way we should act and, and live. And um, mm-hmm. I just violently disagree with some of that stuff, especially in the church. I get, you know, that's a bigger discussion about the church and culture and what, you know, what's going to last and what's important. So, yeah, there's been resistance all along because there's a clash of those cultures because it's a different values and and not understanding. I actually do a class in my church when I'm in town, which is at Academy Awards season where I uh, run a Sunday school class with Best Picture nominees. I'm a member of the Academy, so I get the screeners and I'm part of that culture. And the Sunday school class if there's 10 best picture nominees, your job, if you want to come to my class, is that I'll assign you a picture to watch, one of those best picture nominees, and you come having seen that movie, bring your Bible, and we're going to talk about what that movie's about, what it means, how does it match up with what we believe and why. Wow. And I've well attended Sunday school class as we analyze that. And most people don't have a clue about mm-hmm. how to watch a movie or what a movie means and what it's about and how to understand it. You know, so it's a well-attended class and usually a, a good discussion about what the filmmaker's trying to say, what they're saying about the human condition, about the human journey, and how does that relate to what we think? What does Jesus say? What does the Bible say? You know, mm-hmm. how does that match up? And it's it's a great experience for a lot of people to have their perceptions shifted and changed by understanding what an artist is trying to do through the medium of film. And, um, you know, a lot of people come away changed from that discussion. That is so cool. I have been just shocked as I've been looking into some of these things over the past few years to realize how quick we are to to judge the quality of a film by how much sex, how much violence and how many drugs or whatever and how much, you know, language is being used and we completely miss the messages positive or negative that are being sent through the film that are going to impact us just as much or more than those things that we tend to look for when we're deciding what films are worth our watch. And it's just been amazing to me to think about like the difference that one line or one, you know, like one scene can make in how we view the world, not just what we've, you know, I, oh, I've heard somebody say that word three times in this film, but 
how does that change my perspective on the world? Or how does that change my perspective on relationships or God or the human condition? Like you were saying, I've been blown away by my own blindness to those things in the past. That's part so. of what my class is about. That's part of what I'm trying to do for, you know, particularly older people. Yeah. I mean, the most recent example I can think of is, you know, a book by Francine Rivers called Redeeming Love that I tried to develop for years. And then my friend made the movie and really well made a good story endorsed by Francine, endorsed by the book uh, readers. And there's a couple of reviews by Christians who had not seen the movie, who trashed it and the movie failed. Mm -hmm and didn't give people the opportunity to experience exactly what you're saying. You know, it's the story of Hosea set in the old West and uh, a lot of younger Christian women have read that book over the years and it's beloved and popular. And they spent a good amount of money making that movie, good performances good directing. And um, you know, it'll take a while for other Christians to discover it because a couple of people without seeing the film trashed it because of what you just said. A couple of moments that are chaste and fine. That's the competing sort of cultural forces that I'm talking about. That are, you know, we see it in our, we see it in the news every day in terms of the cultural tension that's out there, and it's, um, yeah, it's not a good thing for the church that's been wrapped up in some of those political discussions, mm -hmm. as well as for the culture in general. Wow. Maybe you weren't planning to think that deeply about film today, but I hope you learned as much as I did. And I hope it inspires you to hear about someone so successful in the film industry who loves the Lord so much and lives their lives with such intentionality. That was Ralph Winter on the Jesus in LA podcast. Come back next time for more of my conversation with Ralph to hear what he looks for in a script and so much more. And if you have any questions or comments for me, my email is Jesus and LA Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>